Hey guys, thanks for stopping by. This is the Mortgage Guide Podcast. I'm Adam Lesnar. Today we're going to talk about the probably the most underrated loan product in the market today, I think, in my opinion, uh, which is the bank statement loan, really designed for self-employed borrowers or, per, or private contractors to get them approved when they don't show uh, sufficient income on tax returns. So we're going to dive into it, really go into specifics on exactly how the product works and um, hopefully it'll help shed some light for you folks, you entrepreneurs or business owners who uh, have been told that you can't get approved for a mortgage because of the way you show your uh, income on your tax returns, whether it's um, just tax write-offs that you're taking advantage of or uh, whatever the case may be. But Let's dive into it. If you're self-employed and you don't have sufficient income on your tax returns, uh, giving you a high debt to income ratio when applying for a mortgage, a bank statement loan may be the best option for you. So a bank statement loan can be done in a few ways. Uh, basically, you can either use a personal bank statement. so. Uh, you gather your 12 months bank statements, send them to your lender, have, have them looked at, see if you can get it. Now, first, let me back up. Not all lenders have this product. Um, and most lenders that do have it, the loan officers are too afraid to talk about it because it's kind of a, an evolving thing right now where, you know, uh, there's just not a whole lot of expertise around it, which is why I wanted to cover it today to begin with. So you have your 12 months personal bank statements or you can do it on 24 months business bank statements. If it turns out that there's not sufficient income or, or sufficient stability that's shown or demonstrated on your 12 months personal bank statements, you're probably gonna be asked to provide another 12 months so we have 24 months personal bank statements so that we can look at what the consistency is and what the stability is. Um, now, if you don't really funnel cash into your personal account, then looking at doing it on a business bank statement uh, loan may be the best way to look at doing it. So there's obviously a lot of moving parts when you're talking about doing it on a business bank statement because uh, a lot of expenses, a lot of money coming in, going out, what have you. So the way that it's looked at is typically the deposits are going to be average over 24 months minus a 35% expense factor at minimum. So the lender's going to want to see whatever your deposits are. Let's say it's you know ten grand a month on average. So minus thirty five percent, you're going to have a sixty five hundred dollar a month income. So that's interesting because it really gives business owners a leg up or an opportunity to get back into home ownership because maybe they've been renting for the last five years because the business has been getting ramped up, but they're still not showing sufficient income on the uh, tax returns. It's a great opportunity to build equity, get into the house that you need, and maybe in a year or two, once you have sufficient income on your tax returns, there's an opportunity to refinance and get into something more traditional. So um, the reason that you'd want to do that is because on a bank statement loan, the rates aren't comparable to a traditional loan. So yes, the rates are going to be higher, but it's better than renting in most cases. It just depends on the scenario. A few things to keep in mind when you're considering getting a bank statement loan. So minimum uh, down payment on something like this is going to be 10%, bare minimum. Uh, assuming you have good credit. With lower credit scores, you're going to need to do 15 or 20% down. 
you will need to show six months reserves. There are ways to get it done where you can show reserves in a business account. That's fine as long as it's seasoned. Um, but you're going to want to be at least three years out from bankruptcy or foreclosure, really three years out from any major credit event. Um, you need to be in business for at least two years. So there's a lot of folks that reach out that want to get approved where they've just been in business for 12 months or, you know, 14 months. And we just really have to press pause and wait until we have the full two years because otherwise there's really no way to, to show stability. And because at the end of the day, the reason that this loan works and the reason it still meets federal guidelines with, uh, with overall mortgage regulation is because it's still, there's still a deep dive into, does this borrower have the ability to repay? At the end of the day, that's what needs to be proven or demonstrated. So if you have 12 months self-employed and prior to that you were a W-2 employee at some company, then there's really no way to, for the underwriter to look at it and say, yeah, this person is stable and has um, you know, uh, their business established for long enough to really demonstrate their ability to repay. So that's why these loans work. That's why... Um, you know, I'm excited about them because it's really a great opportunity to uh, to business owners who've been told no. And um, other things to keep in mind when getting approved on this mortgage. Again, like I said, you have to be two years business, two years in business. Max debt to income ratio on something like this is 50%, which means you need to make double of whatever your liabilities are, including your mortgage and taxes and insurance. Now, if you need to go up to 50% debt to income ratio, you're going to want to show at least 12 months reserves. 12 uh, Reserves meaning uh, your principal interest taxes and insurance payment times 12. So uh, that that's just covers the lender just to make sure that, hey, if you're going to go on the higher end of debt to income ratio, you have some you have some reserves for the rainy day in case, uh, you know, you have a couple tight months. Right. Um, minimum loan on uh, minimum loan amount on something like this is about one hundred and fifty thousand. Um, so you're, you're dealing with purchase price of at least one ninety usually unless you're only doing 10 percent down and you have good credit. Um, those are the main uh, those are the main factors on this. Want to step back a second on the business bank statement loan. Uh, I mentioned there's a 35% expense factor that covers basically um, that that accounts for whatever expenses you may have if if you have low overhead. Now the underwriter is going to want to get a, a letter from a CPA, your CPA, verifying that. Uh, what your expense factor is. So if it turns out your actual expense factor is 50%, then that means we're going to only use 50% of what your deposits are on your business bank statements if we are using business bank statements. If we're using personal bank statements to qualify, then the logic is you've already accounted for your expenses with through your business account and you're paying yourself into your personal account. So there is no expense factor. So you're going to be able to use the deposits that are in there as long as they look consistent. Now, if, if you have 20 grand here, you know, six months later, you have 10 grand deposit. And, you know, uh, for the last quarter of the year, you showed five grand. Obviously, there's no consistency, there's no stability. And this is going to be questioned. But really, it's the it, this is really interesting, because every situation is so unique. And so it's it's treated accordingly, which is nice. So there, there's no um, 
one size fits all with this type of loan. It's really every every scenario is treated with care and in in uh, you know the the underwrite process is a little bit more tedious because again the the need to show the ability to repay is crucial. Um, so just keep that in mind and and I would strongly encourage you to to take advantage of it if you are a business owner or a private contractor a 1099 individual or you paid on a 1099 basis and you've been told that you just don't qualify because of the write-offs that you have on your tax returns i do appreciate your attention on this i hope that was helpful any questions do not hesitate to reach out love to hear your scenario and see if i can help Otherwise, we'll see you on the next episode of Mortgage Guide Podcast. And feel free to stop by if you have questions, balanceprocess.com, where we bring balance to the home buying process. Thanks so much. Take care.